0: Hello and welcome to Geek Sweat. We are the film, news, reviews and interview podcast for film, filmmakers and film enthusiasts. Our episodes include Cult Film, Cult TV, Dom's Docs, Hot Topic, Interviews, The MKH Cut, Review Sweat, Trailer Talk and much much more. We hope you enjoy our next episode
1: hello great world out there welcome to another episode of geek sweat i will be your lead presenter today my name is mph and i will be joined by the wonderful stephen hello hi stephen thank you for joining me
2: no problem well little
1: problem but you know i think we've all got little problems at the moment (laughs) and Right next to Stephen, we have a late uh, in and replacement. Uh, Steve, uh, no, Trevor.
0: Uh, thanks for changing my name, but yeah, is this like a transfer deadline day signing yeah. for the
1: podcast? Steve Trevor, that, that's your new name now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for letting me come to this episode. Appreciate. it uh, I
1: had very little choice. <laughs> I wasn't,
2: I was informed. I wasn't informed that Trevor was going to be on it, so I'm. Um, I'm, I'm not feeling too good about this.
1: Are you a bit put out? Like, you really wanted to, like, dig him out this episode and now he's right here. All those insults are going to have to be edited as we go along. Yeah. I- Actually, I was going to try and use this episode to dig out uh, Trevor as well, but now I'm going to have to do it to his face, which is no problem. Um, cool. So thank you guys for joining me for this episode of the MKH Cut. Um, if you don't know, uh, I'm about to tell you what this is all about. This is a chance to look at some original uh, films produced by some of the biggest streaming platforms. Um, uh for example, we have Netflix and Amazon Prime. Today we will be, we will be focusing on Netflix and more notably um, Enola Holmes. I'm not gonna lie, I am very happy to actually review, no, not even review, but take a look at this uh, particular film. I, I did enjoy it and um, that's just my first thoughts. Have um, you two been able to see the film? I watched it last night, and your first your f- first thoughts on it, quickly.
2: Well, uh, I'm a bit of a uh, Sherlock Holmes kind of buff, kind of. I, I mean, I I know my way around Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> and, <laughs> which is not sexual, <laughs> but go on. <laughs> and yeah, but so I mean, I was always going to kind of enjoy it because it was Sherlock Holmes, and um, I like shit like that. I, I like you know I like Victorian set mysteries, and. Um, I like at home. so yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, uh, let's start with that. I enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And tre- Trevor, first thoughts, very quickly, because I'm going to be very strict with you in terms of not letting you tell spin out of control. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um, Inola Holmes is something I'm in anticipation of. Um, I'm a big fan of Mini Bobby Brown. I've seen a few show up. That's homes not creepy. Before. <laughs> Well, she's in Stranger <laughs> Things, so I, I, I really like that series. And um, I have not watched the series. I've not watched this feature film, so uh, which I understand has um, uh, Helena Bonham Carter in it, but you, you'd have to convince me why it's worth a watch.
1: OK, excellent. Um, hopefully I will be able to do that. Um, as Stephen has already mentioned, this film is set in which would be the natural playground of Sherlock Holmes, which is a Victorian era. And when I looked at this film, I really believed I would have went to the cinema to see it. Would, would you agree with that, um, Stephen? Would well, to go to the cinema to see it. If, it? if you were in another parallel universe, a cinema goer, would this be a, would this be a film you'd be tempted to go and see at the cinema? I
2: don't, I don't think I'd need to have seen it at the cinema. I think watching it at home was fine for me. It didn't um, seem like a big cinema thing to see.
1: Okay, let me rephrase that. Would it look out of place if that was uh, first premiered in a cine world, for example?
2: Not anything. I mean, it's you know, the obvious thing to compare it to is something like a uh, young Sherlock from the eighties. I think Spielberg Spielberg produced that, and um, so I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it was similar in tone to that, so I don't think it would be any um it would look out of place in cinema
1: at all okay uh brilliant i i really felt like it compared to other netflix films or netflix original films i've seen this one for me definitely and the reason i say it wouldn't look out of place in the cinema is because of the obvious money they spent on making it not seem out of place and making it really look Victorian in its essence from the costume design to, um, yeah, even the props and the sets they use and just the old like steam trains that was in one of the scenes really made me, uh, let's just say it was fantastic world building and I was really engrossed within it. Um, with that being said, and obviously, uh, Trevor already alluded to it, it is starring Millie Minnie Bobby Brown, um, and for the record, I didn't actually know she was English until this film, which <laughs> is absolutely amazing, because when I think about Stranger Things, all she did was grunt and like snap people into little pieces, so, yeah, mm. I don't know why I would have gleaned from that film um, she she would have been English, and I didn't see her in the Godzilla film, to be honest, and I don't even know what accent she had in that film, um, but what did we think of the casting? Uh
2: well, well uh, this is the first time I've seen her anything because I haven't seen Stranger Things and um um the thing uh, like for for the first half of the film I was like who does she remind me of? And I finally got it, it was Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Mmm that's who she's like she's it was like and I was like okay this is Libby Kennedy's adventures in Victorian London and um yeah so yeah, the casting's is good. Um, I, I don't. Okay, I don't know. Sherlock wasn't weird enough or odd
1: enough. He was kind of. Do you of, think he was too this, good looking and too yeah, buff? This is the,
2: the most kind of suave kind of lady killer Holmes I've seen, and um, yeah, and
1: he's a little bit.
2: I don't know. I, I mean, this is a cocaine addict, and
1: um, yeah, he didn't. He he seemed really bulky. He Didn't seem like he lost any weight from the cocaine. And obvious obvious jug abuse. And like, I I swear, like, this Sherlock would have like banged every woman within Victorian London. He wasn't quite Sherlock.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I'd be sorry. It's like, so they made Sherlock, they rounded his character a bit and made him a little bit like a nice guy. And then Mycroft, who's actually in the stories more intelligent than Holmes, but he's just lazy. He was horrible, wasn't he?
1: What did you think yeah, of this yeah. Mycroft?
2: Yeah, I didn't like Michael. No, he's not. Michael is funny, you know, and he's kind of, he turns up and he kind of, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he has no uh, truck with Holmes's um detection stuff. He just thinks it's a load of rubbish and that's, and all he does is eat. He's meant to be fat. Michael should be fat. <laughs> and because um, all he does, he only does, he only goes to three places in the story. He goes to Whitehall where his office is and then he goes to the Diogenes Club and then his apartment in Pound Mau, and that's the only three places he goes in life. He's a very odd guy.
1: That's what I thought. I thought he was like a villain of the actual film. And I, I, don't, I didn't get the motivation behind making Mycroft so, like, just horrible. And Sherlock so approachable and nice, which is yeah. a weird take. And I've never seen that type of writing for either characters in any medium that I've watched them in. So that was quite... Um, well, for me, concerning. Sherlock, Sherlock is a terrible sexist in the books. He's not... A, yeah,
2: exactly. That's what I thought. He does not respect women at all. Apart from one woman, the woman,
1: Irene had. Like yeah, precisely. And then you... Um, yeah, that was just really weird. There was a, there was a film uh, back in the 80s, I think it was called
0: Cuffs, with um, uh, Christian Slater, where he plays a detective who's, like, constantly talking to camera... Um, and breaking the fourth wall. So it seems like there's a lot of that going on in this show. But now you've mentioned about um, the lack of cocaine with um, Henry Cavill's iteration of Sherlock. I'm wondering if they swap the cocaine out for steroids.
1: Yeah, that is a great possibility. Uh, steroids and Viagra, because obviously mm. that 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 take on Sherlock will definitely need it with all of the women throwing all their underwear at him. But... Um, yeah, I just, I just couldn't get my head around what they were trying to, what game they were trying to play by making Sherlock that way, and Mycroft. Yeah, because like Stephen said, Mycroft is, uh, he's a government man, but yeah, he is a lot smarter than, um, from what I've gleaned from the, uh, the books, he's a lot smarter than no, Sherlock. Sherlock
2: himself says that Mycroft is far smarter than him. Yeah, but, but he just can't lame. be
1: bothered to deduct anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, one thing I want to mention is. Is this Enola Holmes giving you her interpretation of who she thinks Sherlock is or is it like for like? Because sometimes when they do these kind of like first person action thrillers, it's like it's, they, it might be her interpretation of who Sherlock is blown out of proportion as opposed to who he really, really is.
1: No, I think in this film she she never knew uh Sherlock or uh, she never grew up with Sherlock or Mycroft. Everything that she got was from her mother. So I think what, what the writers were trying to get at is that this particular uh set of parents that had all brilliant children in their own way. And I think um not to give away too many spoilers, but she got a non-traditional education, a uh a education where she wouldn't um, be out of place in a man's world, especially in Victorian um, England. Um, she read every book in the Holmes Library. Um, yes. And what did you think of uh, her training to fight and stuff like that?
2: It's good. I mean, it's good. I mean, Sherlock is—he um, can look after himself in a fight. I mean, that's mm. always been part of his character. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's—I it, mean—it's a female version of Sherlock. Really, that's—that's that's who she is. And um, so they... And uh, yeah, it's it. I mean, it's a right. It's for kids, isn't it? It's for for teenagers to you know. It's um, it's a romp. It's it's a romp.
1: <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was a fe- a female Sherlock in that sense. I feel that the writers are just trying to like illustrate that these parents has had all brilliant children, and yeah. even though Sherlock is the most famous, they all uh, have those gifts with gifts within them and you shouldn't uh, like view Sherlock on some type of pedestal when he has like uh, Enola as his sister and Mike as his brother. That's uh, that's just my interpretation of what the writers were trying to get at. And with that being said, what did we think of the script? Did you think it was a, a great script? Because I, I I really enjoyed it. The plot was ridiculous.
2: It, uh, the whole thing was to kind of stop one guy voting. I mean, I know in the end it turned out this vote was the important vote but they had no idea of knowing that at the time. Everything that happened was just so that one person that um didn't vote. I, I think it. I, I, I thought it should have been a bit bigger than that. I know it was all tied in with vote reform, but it wasn't actually suffragettes, was it? It was actually um it was the vote reform where they gave votes to uh, working class people. But I mean, I, I see why they tied all that in because it's kind of it's you know it's it's something that that we think about now, and um. And it seems like quite a small plot for or quite a mad scheme for quite a small
1: thing i I felt like the stakes were lower because, like you said, it's for children, and yeah, I think this was just an introduction to like what Enola Holmes can do um they're based on there's a series books
0: there's a book called the Enola Holmes Mysteries, which is a young adult fiction series of detective novels by an American author called Nancy Springer.
1: I don't think like you said the stakes were that high, but I think it was just a nice introduction in, into what she could do and that she was able to solve it. I think okay, another spoiler. I think the big showpiece is that she was able to solve it before Sherlock could. And I think it's because she had a quite a lengthy head start in front of <laughs> in front of him, but uh, nonetheless yeah. she was she was able to do it. Um so I think you've already touched on it, Stephen. The underlying messages were about voting, vote reform and how they were trying to suppress the votes of the working class. And um, yeah, and I guess it ties into what, like today, and how even though everyone has the right to vote, not everyone does. I think um, the last turnout, I think the largest turnout we've had in terms of voting in this country was the the Brexit uh, referendum but then you see before and after that, like people just not being interested because they believe that all politicians are the same. Um, in terms of detective sleuthing, is this a original take on the genre, do we think?
2: Not not particularly, but I don't think it ever sets out to be so it's not like we could accuse it of not being incredibly original. You know, it's not Mulholland Drive, is it? <laughs> and, um
0: uh, uh- I was looking at the trailer, and it does tend to smack of um, the first Lara Croft Tomb Raider with uh, Angelina Jolie, where you've got this kind of um, young English girl uh, or young English woman per se, who's kind of got an inherited family name or estate, and they've got these kind of secret uh, uh, set of training skills. Which will help him survive in a kind of adult sleuthing world, you know. So it seems like there's it's knocking on that door, or it's got a bit of a link to um, Lara Cross Tomb Raider, the way she gets involved with her fights and adventures.
1: Actually, what I was going to say in terms of has anyone seen Knives Out? I've yes. seen Knives Out. Yeah. Yes. So in terms of sleuthing, um, I felt Knives Out like because Knives Out was very plotted and it kind of and
2: it it was deliberately playing games with you because you think that the murder's been solved after about 20 minutes exactly and um it's very clever it's kind of knives out is a film that's written by someone who or and directed by someone who knows murder mysteries and knows how to make them and knows what the um what the um, conventions are and what conventions you can play with so I mean I've I've that was the best film. Wow, that and the lighthouse are the best films I've seen in the last couple of years. Whereas this Enola Holmes is is more of an adventure I'd, I'd say it's an adventure story, it's not really a detective story. It's even those it's kind of, you know, um uh riding on Sherlock Holmes's coattails. It's more of a kind of young girl, kind of discovering life adventure story. It, it, it's not about intricate plotting and making sure, and said so at the end, you go, Oh wow. It's not about that. It's about kind of seeing this girl's journey.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, in terms of like original uh, films to the genre, I will definitely uh, cite Knives Out as one of those films. Like, I've watched Knives yes. Out at least up until this point, at least eight times. So I really I do you... look. Yeah, I love that film. I just love it, and I, I see new elements each time I I watch the film. Do you,
0: do you um, see that Knives Out might be an analogy for Donald Trump's America? Because um, there's been articles written on how the comedy is kind of a political representation oh, of is. the Donald Trump family and the power of like the woke white left, as it were, in terms of the kind of ineptitude and the power struggle or power grabbing that's going on.
1: There were so many themes throughout that, and I think they tied it around. Like together really neatly. And, like, as Stephen said, I don't think I've seen a film like tie up that many uh, different themes and elements together uh, so nicely uh, in, in quite a, a while. But um, yeah, I love like, Knives Out. Um, so, uh, fantastic.
0: so, on that thread, would you say that Enola Holmes has any reference to the politics that are taking place in the UK at the moment? I think it's just
2: talking about voting. It's a little bit about feminism. Mycroft is very anti-feminist. Uh, um, her mother is obviously a feminist. Well, i oh. uh, sorry, I might have missed it. What was her, Why did her mum go?
1: Uh, the sense I got was that her mum knew she would find her because she had trained her up to that point. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why she didn't tell her where she was going. She did leave clues for her. So I think that was the, the ultimate test to see if she could find her she made all the right steps to try and find her mum. And I think that was what she was setting her up to do. And she was hoping she would do that. That's the sense I got anyway. Is the
2: mum evil? She's just playing games with her kids? <laughs> yeah, Maybe I didn't
1: understand that. I thought, I thought it was, uh, child abuse as well. But when you yeah. think about the times, um... Something you did if you had a few hours spare. Yeah, absolutely. They were sticking kids up chimneys without even a second thought. Uh, sometimes three at a time. But, um yeah so that definitely plays into uh the current times around and she she did turn 16 god she should have two children by then she was like basically old as hell um so the critical response was quite good i think it 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 got a lot of great reviews um and i would agree with most of uh, the reviews that i've seen at least um do you do you agree with the praise it got, uh, Stephen?
2: I didn't know it had praise. I don't, I haven't actually looked to see what it was, how it's been received. I can imagine the old Sherlock Holmes fans going. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. And you know what? I, given that you are something of a Sherlock buff, I yeah. and not not only a Sherlock buff, but also a, someone that's really heavily invested in. Um, Brit box. I truly thought you were going to come into this review and have an absolute meltdown. I thought it was going to be similar to when uh, Trevor saw the women get it done scene in <laughs> Avengers Endgame, where his eyes fell out of his face and said, why are all these women on my screen at the same goddamn time? You're
0: still killing me over that, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because because I love Sherlock Holmes, it's good to see that the character keep being kind of reinterpreted and and kind of these kind of offshoots. of Because that's how a character lasts, and that's how uh, Sherlock Holmes will be around in a hundred years and two hundred years, way after we're dead. And mm. uh, I kind of at the same. And because that happens, I hope the same thing happens to the Doctor and Doctor Who that Doctor Who will go on like a hundred, two hundred years after I die. And mm. you know, because people will just keep you along and take this. Very simple character. I mean, the doctor is just the guy who gets in a box and goes to travels in time and space. And Sherlock Holmes is just a guy who um, lives with another guy and solves mysteries and takes cocaine. It's very simple ideas. And um, <laughs> it's good to, I, I think it's great that you do you take it and you, and you kind of find new ways of telling Sherlock Holmes stories because they did it, you know, Mark Gatiss and um, Stephen Moffat did it with the Benedict Cumberbatch thing. I saw a Japanese version called Miss Sherlock, who mm. the star actually killed herself last week, but that was... Um, oh, jeez. In real life? Well. Yeah, yeah, so that was... Because I was looking forward to season two.
1: But, oh. um, yeah, so
2: there was that version. There's actually... I think there's a anime version, which is um, Sherlock Holmes and um, maybe Miss Marple kind of thing. But, I mean, Sherlock Holmes is... And there's loads... I mean, some of the most famous um, adaptations of... Um, uh, Sherlock Holmes films are from Russia. There's some really great Russian adaptations. So it's all over the world and different. And it, if it keeps regenerating
0: itself, and you know, then Sherlock Holmes won't die, it'll just keep going. Stephen, as someone who's like so steeped in Sherlock Holmes history, do you think Millie Bobby Brown was the right person to characterize this in
2: Holmes? Story? Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, the character isn't actually a character in Sherlock Holmes' lore. I mean, she's been met, she's been. Invented for the books and now the um, movie, so the, there isn't uh, uh, something debasing on. I'd have to have read the kids' books to actually to, to answer that question
1: properly. Also, to that note, they they also made up um, a Sherlock Holmes sister for the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, Benedict did, Cumberbatch yes. uh, adaptation of um, Sherlock Holmes, and I didn't really like that sister. Per se, I thought she was like just incredibly like she. she yeah. Anyway, not to reshred over. I, I was well confused by then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, just to do some mopping up. So, this film was released on Netflix on the twenty third of September. It's got a approval rating of ninety one percent based on one hundred and seventy nine reviews, which is great by any measurement, with an average rating of uh, seven point zero four out of 10 there was one negative review um by some mick dude from san francisco which (laughs) i'm quite surprised because i thought not that bastard again yeah exactly i thought san francisco was a bit more open-minded than this but um he said a bright young actress a movie star actor and a potentially interesting concept gets smothered in 128 minutes of colorful empty nonsense whatever the hell that means. Obviously, he doesn't like voting, uh, yeah. or women's rights, <laughs> or anything. Maybe, maybe he's, he's the type of guy that would um, purchase box and vote for Trump. We don't know. No, I just want
0: to say something about the history of this film, because it's like, it seemed to have been developed quite quickly. I mean, I know Stephen said it's not part of um, uh, Sherlock Holmes' canon, as it were, but it seems like uh, the adaptation started in February 2019, because Millie Bobby Brown himself read the books, and she wanted to play the title role before, but she, was, um, she wasn't old enough. So she had waited. But within four months of um, get acquiring the rights, um, she managed to, that production company managed to attach Henry Cavill, Helena Bonham Carter, uh, Adil Akhtar, and Fiona Shaw to the car. So it looks like it was, um, it was a, a steam train that was just like on the track and like just picking up speed. But apparently, this really was supposed to be a cinematic release in 2020 until the COVID-19 pandemic happened and Warner Brothers made a late decision to sell this to Netflix. So that's the only reason why it's on Netflix is the pandemic, not because Netflix, it was technically a Netflix original. Netflix took on the um, distribution rights. And Netflix are now saying that it's potentially 76 million people have watched, may have watched it in the first few weeks of its release. And there's rumours that um, there'll be a sequel to this with Millie Bobby Brown because she enjoyed playing the role.
1: Well, I was going to add to that, that uh, she got an additional half a million dollars as a producer fee. Not bad for a 16 year old and um, she is one of the youngest uh, female actors to have a producer credit mm. at sixteen.
2: I have a little shout, Ben Gorman. I like Ben Gorman ever since Torchwood, and um, it was nice to see him turning up as a proper evil guy.
1: So yes, absolutely. Um, I think I don't think anyone did a bad job of acting in this film, to be fair. I just thought that some of the character motivations and the characterizations were a bit off, but everyone gave it their all and you could tell that everyone had fun doing it. Um. So yeah, no, absolutely. Uh. So target audience is obviously people like younger, not only younger audience, but also particularly girls that want to get into detective investigation stories because you look at, uh, especially in the last 10 years, Every single TV detective has been, actually almost, has been a man. So you can look at the mentalists. You can look at Monk. You can look at, what's the other dude? Lie to me. It's men, 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 and particularly older men. So I think this plays to a certain... Uh, population of the planet where they're saying, "Oh, look! Not only can a female do it, but a preteen." I guess that is the demographic they're aiming for. So, in terms of trying to to persuade Trevor to watch it, it may not be for you. It depends how much you you, you have a passion for Mini Bobby uh, Millie Bobby Brown. There is Trevor.
2: Millie Bobby Brown Mini
1: Bobby is, is Bobby Brown with dwarfism. But yeah, yeah. Millie Bobby <laughs> Brown is the one I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about sh- shrunk R&B singers from the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think she's got the potential to be a really good actor. Um, but then again, I've only seen her in Stranger Things, but I do not like, I'm not a big fan of fourth wall breaking um, performances. So I accepted it in Wayne's world, but it looks like it's a crutch that they're going to lean on. So if she doesn't do it, she mu- it could be annoying. Well, that's because she doesn't have a Watson. Watson was never mentioned. In fact,
2: at one point, Lestrade said, Sherlock Holmes is known to work alone. And
0: I was like, what? <laughs> to, to be honest, I'm not that passionate. I'm not as passionate as Stephen is about the the tropes of Sherlock Holmes. That... Maybe I can accept a few of the rules being broken. And if it's a different type of story, yeah, I might accept it. I mean, the last Sherlock Holmes that I've, that's really ingrained in my mind is uh, the Guy Ritchie ones, which I know a lot of old school uh, Sherlock Holmes fans were not big on. And yeah, I watched the young Sherlock Holmes, but the TV series was a bit too dragged out for me.
1: Okay, that's fair. Uh, rewatch value? Would you Would you watch it again, Stephen? I would.
0: No, I, I'm not a big
2: film rewatcher anyway. So no, I've kind of I've seen it. I, I I know what happened. Okay,
1: that's that's fair. I'm amazed you watched Knives Out eight times. That's why it's such a good film. Why would you not re appreciate a great film?
2: The only film I've seen that many times is With No and I. And yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. But no,
1: that's not fair, Stephen. You watch, you rewatch Doctor Who episodes. Oh and... yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. don't forget, most people have seen. There's probably a lot of people who like Fight Club. You've probably seen that five or six times, and a lot of people yes, have yes. seen Star Wars that many times. Obviously, I think it's stranger for MKH because Knives Out only came out about a year and a half ago. So that's like yeah, once I mean, every two months. Like, if it's Alien or something,
1: I'd go, okay. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah, see. yeah. Well, no, why would I watch Alien over and over again? Oh, that I'll was a, just use an example. Oh, but that's an elementary. Old, an old film that people like. Would you... Uh, would you support this film having a sequel? I'd watch mm-hmm. a sequel, yeah. Yeah, so so would I. Uh, let me see if i got any more trivia here before like I wrap this up. Yeah, this storyline takes place in 1884. Appar- apparently... Where does this
0: film stand on the Netflix Originals ladder? So if... Um... If Extraction was like on the ladder, looking through looking through the window at somebody taking a shower, is Enola Holmes like not in the
1: shower at all? Nowhere near the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Enola Holmes is is head and shoulders above Extraction. Extraction is a really? good film for yeah, no. Extraction is a really good film for a Netflix original, but since it's been confirmed that this enola holmes was supposed to be for a cinema release and it had the backing of warner brothers obviously it's it's, in a, it's a different it's it's not even in the same game they're not even in the same division right now uh so so yeah enola holmes definitely knocks uh extraction out of the water yeah no I'm, I'm very happy with it um no the netflix were very lucky to get that i'm surprised um amazon didn't get his hands on it given that they're like trillionaires but hey ho yeah. it is what it is they're too busy um,
0: producing borat
1: that's another film i want to get into uh, hopefully it's not too late before we speak about that but um has anyone got any more for any more i'm done i'm spent
2: yep i think i think we've covered enola holmes thank you stephen
1: for your insight today no problem trevor as always <laughs> i really appreciate
0: really appreciate it, and thanks for the recommendation
1: no, absolutely. And it's thank you from me. Uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for being with us on this journey. Uh, this, again, has been an episode of Geek Sweat. This has been the MKH Cut. We have looked at Enola Holmes in great detail. And um, I'm sure you'll we'll be back again to see what we've got cooking. Okay, bye-bye.